Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and today is Thanksgiving in Canada. So, for those of you who are not in Canada, I welcome you to join in our Thanksgiving. Um, giving thanks any day of the year is really fabulous. And it's uh, remembering to actually choose that is, is also a fabulous gift. So before we get uh, right delving into our topic about romance on a dime, I'd just like to tell you a little bit about me. Um, for one of the things that I am playing with in the world right now is working a lot with bodies, but not just bodies physically in front of me. I'm working with bodies um, also in assisting them in improving their health and balancing their health uh, using something called uh, radionics, which uses scalar waves to actually assist the body um, in having better health. So if you are intrigued by that that I just said, um, there are a lot of videos out on YouTube actually about that. You can search that up. Um, you can actually search for uh, scalar wave treatments. You can look for radionics. There's a fab there's some fabulous videos by somebody named Don Paris out of the U.S. who talks about um, scalar wave technology. Um, so yes, I do that. You can uh, find me for uh, you, you can find me for sessions regarding that. Uh, you can find that information on my website. You can also just message me as well. So you can message me via my website. It's my name, MilicaJelenic.com. So that's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. Um, so that's just something I know I don't bring it up a lot because it's actually a really hidden underground kind of secret in the world. Actually, um, people are doing this work. But if I was in America, I wouldn't be allowed to do this. So I'm not. I'm in Canada, and I'm admitting that I actually offer this. And uh, if my viewership was in the tens of millions, I also might not be saying this out loud all the time. Um, in my own head, I think I say it out loud all the time, but I don't, actually. So there you go. Um, what else am I doing? I'm hosting an amazing woman uh, this Wednesday. Her name is Megan Salido, and she's going to be in Toronto Wednesday, October 11th. Um, it's going to be at a private residence for an evening um, taster with Megan about magic. If you'd like information on that, please message me. You can either message me um, through the station, Inspired Choices Network. You can message me through also Facebook. You can find Melitza Jelinek on there. I'm the one who's got the banner that says The Pleasure Zone. Um, and also, I'm the cutest Melitza out there. But there's a lot of us. I'm kidding. I'm maybe not the cutest. There are some really... I've checked them out. I've checked out other Melitzas in the world. And I'm like, wow, we are a good-looking crew. We are. We are a good-looking crew of name. You know, sometimes there's certain name categories and you're like, wow, I don't know if, 
you really want to be called that name because somehow when you're in that name category, you're just not the cutest. You're cute, but you're not the cutest. And I like to be in the cutest category. That's what I like to be in. Some categories are really sexy names too. And I got I got a cute category, so more than a sexy category. Just saying names. It's all in a name, right? So um, what else can I tell you? So yes, Megan Salito coming to Toronto for Live Your Magic and uh, starting Friday evening uh, another, at another private residence in Toronto, we're going to be starting our two and a half day adventure of Live Your Magic with Megan. Um, you know, she's and she's got a show on the station called uh, Love Life and All Things Weird with her partner Susan Stoffer, and um, so check them out too. They're a fabulous, wacky bunch of ladies and. I'm so excited. They're both coming to Toronto and we are uh, like embarking on something crazy. I'm aware of that. And uh, super aware of Megan's capacity with change. She she like dances with molecules in in a way that like has the molecules go, "Oh, oh Megan, that's so sexy. I'll do whatever you want." She's kind of like a um Diva, master, um, she's got like, what can I say? She's kind of like a dominatrix of molecules, maybe. And, and softer than that. So dominatrix sometimes has a bit of a sting energy to it, but she does it in a way that's so like soft and, um, an invitation, almost romantical. Kind of like this show. And yes, Megan was on my show a few weeks ago, so do check that out. In my archives, it was a fabulous show about magic and sexiness and sexiness and magic. It was fabulous. So, so excited for her arrival and um, how much fun are we going to have playing with her on that. So, yeah, that was my segue. Magic and Megan and my segue into she's a little romantical. And we're going to talk about romance. Did you like how I did that? That was magic, how I did that segue. And, right, just talked about magic. I know, I know you guys are impressed with my skills right now. My skills, they're multiplying. And I'm losing control. Okay, I'm going to stop that because I'd like to keep my listenership going. So, romance on a dime. Know that for me, romance is a bit of a hilarity. I was just saying to my friend and producer, Keisha, before we got on, that you know, romance for me is hilarious. Like I was saying, when my husband takes out the garbage and he's he like organizes the, you know, all the recycling, I'm like, oh, wow, that's hot. That stuff's hot for me. You know, sometimes when he's cutting the lawn, when I'd like to be cutting the lawn, that's not so hot because actually we kind of almost, we, we kind of have this like tug of war. That's one thing that we're kind of funny about is I really like cutting the lawn and so does he. And he'll be like, no, 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 it's okay. The lawn doesn't need to be cut right now. And then four hours later, he'll cut the lawn, even though I'm like, I want to ride the riding lawnmower. I'm sure all you ladies out there know, if you've ever ridden a riding lawnmower, why I like riding the riding lawnmower, right? He totally sucks me out. That's not romantic. What would be romantic would be like, sure, darling, you can ride the riding lawnmower because I know how much you enjoy the vibration of that seat because it's amazing and it's like a meditation and I love the steering of it and it's just like tra-la-la. It's just so fun. It's just lovely. And this whole summer, I didn't get to ride the riding lawnmower, guys. I'm just saying I could have a little more romance in my life. So 
if my husband ever listens to this, Michael, Michael Anthony Jensen, what you need to be aware of is your wife would really like to ride the riding lawnmower. That would be romantic. Okay. Maybe his family will listen to this and let him know. Pass it on. Pass it on, guys. Pass on the message correctly. Your wife would like to ride the riding lawnmower, not the other way around. Okay. Get the message clear. Excellent. So what are some other romantical things? Oh, there's so many. I've had some pretty fun romantical things in my life, you know, I have to say, although my life hasn't been all that romantic. I've had some pretty uh, sweet romance. I'd like to tell you guys about some of my some of my dating experiences of romance. So one of the most slash least romantic things somebody ever said to me, um, I was in university. And I was I used to like take my friend out to bars when she would she would do this thing, she called it wishful makeuping. She'd put on all her makeup and she'd get ready to maybe go out or maybe not go out waiting for this guy to call. And then he wouldn't call and she'd be disappointed and I'd take her out to the bar in my pajamas because I was usually studying and it was like eleven o'clock at night and she didn't have to study. She just had like a brain that remembered everything. Um she had like or she probably still has it. She had this like ability to just look at things and know it and it would I had to hear it to know it. So I actually had to go to class. And so off would go and I was sitting at a bar and this guy came up to me and he was wearing like a it looked like a varsity jacket, right? Something okay, yeah, this guy might play for, you know, you know, the when I went to school in Windsor, Ontario, University of Windsor, right across from the Detroit, right on the Detroit River, and like looked right across at Detroit. We could literally like spit on Detroit from where we were. It was so close. You could literally walk under a tunnel to get to Detroit. Anyway, side note. So we're hanging out, and this guy wearing a varsity jacket, and I'm thinking, this guy's university. He's probably plays football or something. He's got a team jacket. No. No, this was more romantic, guys. His turn on line to me was, hey, baby, I graduated high school. And I was like, wow, that's, um, that is one that, uh, yeah, I haven't heard that one before. And mind you guys, like, I didn't get hit on. Like, I don't get hit on. Maybe I do now. I do now. So, ex and I don't get hit on. I do now. Um, I'm going with, I'm better looking now than I was then. But in reality, I look the same as I did when I was 17. So what do you know? And (laughs) maybe now I'm just willing to see that, I guess. Whatever. And so, so yeah, that was quite a stellar moment. And it was also the 90s, right? And in the 90s, there was like a... There was some turmoil going on in the former Yugoslavia. For those of you who haven't figured it out, my name comes from Serbia. So Milica Jelanić is actually a Serbian name. And so during the the turmoil in the former Yugoslavia, there was a lot of people who would like hear my name or look at my name and, and they'd go, oh, you're like one of them. Like people were actually aware of Serbians and they don't even know they exist now. Just like a lot of cultures, unless you're like in the news, nobody knows that uh, you exist. So so um, at the time I was in high school too, so this is prior to the, the, um, the guy who graduated high school, and I was having lunch and I think a guy got dared to hit on me because I was doing the ugly duckling syndrome. I was just like pretending to be really pathetic and awkward and you know, I was hanging out with the Geek Squad. I like the Geek Squad, 
But, you know, I was sitting with the nerds and whatever, and a guy came up to me, sat down right at lunchtime and said, hey, is your father a terrorist? And I I looked at him and, you asshole, how dare you? Why? Because I'm Serbian? And he just about shit himself. (laughs) And he's like, uh... No, and I didn't realize that I was. I, my real answer was supposed to be, uh, "No, I was supposed to be all gentle about it." Oh no, no, my dad's not a terrorist. Why do you say that? Because the the following line, guys, and here's the stellar line: "Is your dad a terrorist?" Now you can't even ask that question because FBI and CSIS will be after you. Um, CIA, you know, there's everything's watching, and if you answer that question. There's going to be like a million people coming in on you and just like grabbing you and taking you away. Really? Your father's a terrorist? Tell me about that. <laughs> and because I said that over the airwaves, there's going to be question now. My father is Serbian and he could be a terrorist, but he's not because he doesn't even have the energy to be a terrorist. Okay, enough of that. So what ends up happening? The line is, is your father a terrorist? I yell at the guy, tell him that he must be a fucking idiot and how dare he and blah, blah, blah. And I think I just even stood up and almost punched him in the face, but I was at school, so I just stood there and I was like, fuck you! Uh, and he's like, oh, because um, cause you're the bomb. I was like, uh, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. So, come on lines. They are not so romantical, guys. Those are not... <laughs> Just a heads up, they are not, they're not romantic. Come on lines, no matter how hard you try, are not, oh, I'm wrong. One come on line in my life was one of the um, most romantical things ever, um, twice. One of them was from my husband, who actually, it came in a letter before we were dating. I'll tell you about that later. And another one was um, a guy that I dated in, it started way back in 1999, and it ended in 2000, March of 2000. It was a short-lived romance, and it was fantastic. It started with the question, would you like to go for salad? And I was like, oh, my God, he knows I'm a vegetarian. He actually pays attention. And I was like, I like salad. He's like, and I could take you for tea. And I'm like, oh, my God, he really listens. I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. I love this man. He's amazing. And it's me. So I was like, oh my God, I think I love you because you know that I like salad and tea. And that's really, ladies and gents out there, when somebody actually listens to you and cares and will ask you questions related to you, that's romantic. That's romantic. It cost him nothing. In fact, I think he just brought me to his apartment like a week later for salad, which was like, I love you so much for making salad. I will have sex with you right now against the wall. Which he could do because he was stellar that way. And I believe I was like hauled up against the wall. It was pretty stellar. I'm just saying, shout out to you, Kevin Maroney. I remember you. That was awesome. Good times. And thank you for the salad. And thank you for the offer of tea. You're awesome. All right. I don't think we actually started dating until January of 2000. But anyway, Y2K was over. We were alive. We were having salad and tea. That's what really that's what matters. Okay, guys, I got a list for you because right before this show, I thought I'm going to create a list because we like lists, and also because this list could also end up becoming an article on the station because everybody likes lists and top ten ways to become romantical by Melita, which are completely different than the standard how you can become romantical in relationships. All right, when we come back from break. 
some of my ideas. Oh, yeah, I know you want these. All right, I'm looking forward to telling you after this break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Buongiorno, che cosa fai? That was my Italian for you. Wasn't that romantic? You know why I said that? Because we're back on the pleasure zone talking about romance. And i got to use some romance languages just for that. And I don't even know if I said that correctly, but that's the extent of my Italian. And how much fun would it be to actually do something in different languages? Yes. And that was my segue. I'm My segues are on just freaking on top today that I have to tell you that I'm segueing is making me laugh internally, but I won't laugh out loud because I'll get sidetracked. And now I've got a list in front of me, which I'm going to share with you guys, because this list is very important. Very important if you want to have romance on a dime. And some of these are actually not even on a dime. Well, they could be on a dime. We'll get to that. Okay, so this one, all it's going to cost you is a few minutes of your time, a search in Google, unless you know 20 languages, and some sticky notes. Do you have sticky notes? Go to the dollar store. It might cost you a dollar. I know it's not quite a dime, but we're using a dime because, you know, you know, it's just fun to say romance on a dime. So, first. First things first. Write I love you. Write I love you in the language that you speak. You know, if you speak Urdu, write I love you in Urdu because that's the language that you speak. You could also write I love you in English if that's the language that you speak. But what's more fun than having I love you or you sex ass, 
I haven't checked out translations for you sexy ass in 20 languages, but I do know a few languages um, and how to say I love you or how to say give me kisses uh, in a few languages. Um, give me kisses isn't the one I was looking at today. I just, you know, that was a sidetrack. So I love you. So in English, it's I love you. In French, je t'adore. In Spanish, it's something close to that, right? And I don't really know Spanish. Um, in Serbian, because I'm going to use Serbian because I already talked about being Serbian, right? So, ja te volim. And there's so many Serbian love songs that even if you're not Serbian and you listen to the love songs, your heart will feel like it's coming out of your chest and crying because they're all sad love songs. They're not just... You get together love songs. But as most love songs are sad, most love songs actually will like speak to your heart no matter what language they're in. Because I love a really good Bollywood love song too. And sometimes my heart is just, I don't know what you guys are saying on that Bollywood movie. And I'm not even, I sometimes, I don't even like watch the words on the Bollywood movie, but I watch them on everything else. Because I like to feel like I, I get the language and I'm listening for the energy of it so I, I can feel the love. I can feel the love songs like coming from behind the tree and I can feel it like the little head nods and stuff and like dancing in the mountains. Like that's romance. Bollywood is like romance to me. So uh, say I love you in Urdu or Hindi because that's love, and Japanese, or you know what one of my favorite languages is? Klingon. Yep. How do you say I love you in Klingon? Well, here you go, guys. You don't really say I love you in Klingon. It's not everything is totally translatable in all languages, but in Klingon, I'm going to do my best Klingon. That's how you say you are my love in Klingon. Isn't that romantic? because it's a little bit of a guttural uh, kind of deep in your throat language, you have to kind of spit it like, boom, we, right? And they're very like um, aggressive. So even when they love you, you might, thank you, Keisha, I feel like I rocked it. Yes, you connect with your primal. And absolutely, that's Keisha's key to speaking Klingon is connect with your primal. And if you have a Trekkie in your life, I guarantee you speaking Klingon to them will be a turn on. You know, if they are, depends on the Star Trek they really liked, like if it was Deep Space Nine, for example. I like Deep Space Nine. Um, perhaps wearing Ferengi ears and having a night of stroke the Ferengi ears could be a lot of fun. And that wasn't on my list, though, guys. That's just something I added. That was a spontaneous addition. You can imagine how many more I have. If that's my top-notch one, 20 different I love you notes in 20 different languages, including Klingon, For if you have a Star Trek Trekkie in your life. I think using the languages from somebody's you know, heritage, for example, um, my husband can't really say my name very well, but what is romantic is when somebody can say your name really well. And my friend's daughter, Evie, who is three, says my name almost perfectly uh, with intonations and everything. And that, my dears, that's romantic. So say the person's name. That's one of the simple, and I can't believe I didn't add that to my list. I'm going to be having to listen to my show again after and writing my list. But actually using the person's name can be really romantic. 
I don't know if you know this, but there's something that triggers in the brain when you say somebody's name. It like speaks to them on a certain level that actually wakes their being up to have them go, oh, it's me. And they feel included. So in everything, you know, nicknames are cute and all, but actually using a person's name with... uh, can it can have them listen to you more and if my daughter's overhearing this while she's in bed she'll be laughing because i create like 50 different nicknames for her a day and she knows it and she just laughs at all of them because they're stellar every single one of them is stellar i could probably write an entire book on nicknames correctly pronounce your lover's name thank you quiche for the list it's awesome so and yes write it write it anywhere because it's fun you know and all you really need is google translate even though sometimes google translate doesn't translate very well still fun because even if you think you're saying I love you and what you really wrote on there is you're a mad bastard because in some languages bastard and love could be really close like almost the same word like in Hungarian for example if you say to your health um, I always get these mixed up but there's one way you say you say to your health and another way you say something about your butt Um, but they're almost the same like ones like igeshigedeh and then one's like, Yegeshegeder, something like that. They're so close that you're almost guaranteed to fuck it up and say something about the person's ass. So those little intonations can change it from I love you to you bastard. You don't know, right? But if you're writing it in languages that your partner doesn't know and isn't going to use their like, there's like apps now on your phone that'll translate, right? And then you can put up your phone to your your writing and they check it and they're like, whoa, why did the person call me a bastard? The next one says, I love you. The next one says, you cocksucker. And they'll be like, what the hell? My partner has got some kind of bipolar disorder. Ah, they start running. So try and make sure you get there. The um, translation's correct. Just saying. Just saying. I just had this imagination that that could be, could be romantic. You bastard! The whole thing could be romantic. I'm laughing at myself because that—that's the kind of thing, guys. That's what would you know show up in my life. That would be like I'm thinking I'm being romantic because I'm. My romance is so ridiculous that that is the kind of thing that would um, be romantic. My also. Um, my husband, lover Mike, really loves black licorice and chips. Not together, sometimes, I guess. I've never, in the same night, but not like a chip with a black licorice on top of it. Although I should tell him about that. He'd probably like it. So sometimes when I'm being really romantic, I'll go to the bulk barn and I'll buy him like a bag full of black licorice. That's the kind of romantic I am. Sometimes he brings home fresh bread. That's the kind of romantic he is. So when he's really being romantic, he waits to have chips with me. And when he's not being romantic, he eats all of them by himself. Yeah. Good times. Oh, my God. I'm almost on my second break, and I've only told you guys about number one of my list of God knows. I think I have like 20 on my list. (sighs) So also, number um, something on my list, number two on my written list, number three or four on my online uh, talking list, is that, you know, sometimes I love yous don't quite get the message across when what you're really trying to say is, 
your body is like a smoldering loveness that I want to lay my eggs in. So for those special occasions, you might consider naughty sticky notes. Naughty sticky notes? Oh my, I know, I'm all about the sticky notes. Why? Because you can get them for a dollar at the dollar store. How fabulous is that? Sticky notes can actually transform your life. They're great for notations in books. They're great for reminders. And they're great to just get things done, like the sex that you'd like to have. So I created a game. This is going to be a game that will probably be sold in stores, for all I know. And I'd like right now to just acknowledge that this is my idea. I take full ownership of it. And here we go. So what you're going to do is create a sentence. One word on each sticky note to actually explain the naughty behavior you'd like to be in later. For example, the sticky notes, there may be a sentence would be, I would like to tie you up and stick foreign objects into your anus. Okay, so I would like to tie you up and stick foreign objects into your anus. You're going to need 14 sticky notes. And on each sticky note, you're going to put one word. So you don't want to mix, you know, you want the person to be able to play this game, gather all the words I want to tie you up and stick foreign objects into your anus later. You want them to gather all the words, and then you know they get to compile the sentence to make sense. And, and hopefully they make sense of the sentence, and it's not like, I want to tie your anus up later. And, you know, there that could get, you know, you could have a lot of problems if you don't quite know how to make sentences. So get your sentences put together correctly. That is my, uh, I own that game, by the way, um, and it will be probably marketed through some naughty game company coming up real soon. Okay, cool. Um, just, yeah, intellectual property rights. Okay, cool. I am making that game, guys, and I know my girls on here, my producers and my friends on here that are live with me tonight, they're backing me on this. We're making these cards, guys. We're going to make a whole bunch of cards. They're going to be crazy. You're going to be able to stick them on your wall, and you can make crazy sentences. It's like when people used to use the magnets on the fridge to write notes. No, no, no. These are going to be sticky notes on the wall. Yes, they might peel off your paint. That's romantic, too, because you can get down and dirty and paint together and get paint all over each other. Romantic. Good times. So, next. Wait a second. Have I passed my break? What am I doing? I'm out of control. Oh, I did pass my break. Okay, we're going to take a break then. And when I come back, I'll give you the rest of my crazy ideas. But that one, that one, I have intellectual property rights on. Okay, cool. I'll take a break because I'm out of control right now. I just get myself a little settled. We'll come back after this break and talk more about crazy things. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Jelanić. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaJelanić.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melissa Yellenich, and tonight we are talking about romance. Not bromance. Romance. Although romances can work, too. Why is there not a word like that for women, like womance? I just created it. Hell yeah, I did. Womance. It's when you and your girlfriends are being romantic with each other which I can be romantic with my girlfriends because we go out and we can be romantic and stuff and have dinners and womance. I just created it. Hell yeah, sisters. I don't think it's out there yet. So why is it all like bromancing is so cool? But yeah, okay, enough of that. I'm going to get on a rant. I'm going to forget to tell you guys about my genius ideas because these are geniuses, guys. All right. I don't know if you guys have ever tried this, but... One of the, um, the other day I went to Costco, we'll just say it out loud. Costco, shout out. And by the way, Costco, you can give me money now. Thanks. Um, have you seen, um, by any chance, those heart-shaped cookies? I don't know if you guys get them in America. They're from Shaw Shaw. You can get them um, gluten kinds, or you can get them gluten-free. You can get them with no egg. You can get them with egg. It's a beautiful thing. It can actually appeal to... So many people. I think they're also kosher. So I think this is a cookie that we can use cross-culturally, um, cross all kinds of things. Celiacs can have them. Um, and Shasha, you can send me cookies because I like your cookies. I'll have all the cookies that you lo- Actually, I know where your factory in Toronto is. I'll just come by and let you listen to this. I've advertised for you at least 15 seconds. I'll have some more cookies. Thank you. Okay. So those Shasha cookies are pretty cool, though. They are heart-shaped, and they have little swirls on them, or the word Shasha, or Shaw, or whatever. Uh, now, if your girlfriend's name is Shaw, that's wicked. Just get her a whole bunch of Shaw cookies. How cool is that? So then I had this Cracker Jack idea, which is just, you guys are going to be blown away. My, I don't know if you know this, but my mom, back in the day, she was a baker. 
and uh, like fancy cakes and all that jazz. So she had a bakery when I was like two. I used to steal tarts from her. Long story short, now my mom's a doctor of sorts. She has a doctorate in natural medicine. Go figure. She went from like feeding people stuff that would kill them almost to helping heal their bodies. How does it get any better than that? So not that the food would have killed them. It's just that if you ate it every day in the quantities that we were eating it. Anyway, so I really liked watching cake decorating, and I still do. I, I I love watching cake decorators on YouTube. I get mesmerized by them, especially when they can spin cakes. Like I like those ones where they spin the cake fast, like where they do the um, thing and they speed up the video. You know, I love that. And then you, it's like the cake isn't done and then it's done and all this icing is being put on it really fast. I love that. Um and so I had this idea, get your heart-shaped cookies from Shasha because they're pretty much cross, cross-culturally acceptable for pretty much anything. And I think I think even uh, you can eat them if you're vegan, I'm pretty sure. There's the vegan no-egg kind, yeah. Um, and you can write things on them. You could, you know, you could, for example... Um, I had some ideas and I was like, well, you could put a plate because I work at home and I'm just suggesting this to my husband because we have Shasha cookies at home, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. But if he was to like get a plate, for example, and get enough cookies that each cookie would have a letter and he could, it'd be kind of like playing um, Wheel of Fortune. You know, you, you put a few letters like I... And then, you know, would like you can just use the letters like as if you're playing Wheel of Fortune um, and and spell out or and have missing letters, right? Of I would like to fuck you. That would be romantic. And maybe um, everything would be filled except for the you from what I would like. Yeah, so the you from fuck and the you from wood and the you from you. And maybe those are the only letters missing. And all you have to say is one missing letter. It's a vowel. It's you. You're the only thing missing from this equation. See, that's smart. I'm full of smart ideas. Write romantic things on your cookies. Make it like Wheel of Fortune. Why not? Because I like Wheel of Fortune. Well, I don't even watch Wheel of Fortune anymore, but I did like it when I was little, and I played it with my friend Yaz on her iPhone because we get romantical when I go to visit and we play Wheel of Fortune, and that's what I'm good at. All right. Oh, Family Feud is what we play, but I also like um, Wheel of Fortune and I like Family Feud. Okay, so write some romantical things on cookies because why? Because you can and it's cheap. I got like a whole thing of romantical cookies at uh, Costco for like five ninety nine Canadian, so like thirty five cents American, and that there's like t- at least a hundred cookies in there. That's a lot of messages you can write on cookies. You could put cookies everywhere. Unless, of course, you have mice in your house, which will attract the mice. But, you know, be smart about it. All right. So, another idea. Make your own romance cookies. And now, not cookies, sorry, coupons. I'm so drunk. Okay. I don't even know what that means, but I'm so, it's like I'm half Dracula. I'm just Drac, but I'm not Dracula. I'm so Drac. It's my new way of saying I'm a little bit messed up because I'm part track. So make yourself some romance coupons. And I might make myself some womance coupons and hand them out to my girls. Get some womance on. 
so you can write some amazing things on those Womance cookies. And I have some ideas because you can get great graphics online for free. Um, pretty much, you know, type in a word in Google and check quick images. I'm going to give you guys a real quick tip on this. Write a word like hearts on Google, enter, then go up to images, click on images, and a whole lot of images of hearts will appear. You might even get the organ of the heart, too. That can be romantic if you like things like anatomy, like I do. So if somebody gave me a picture of a real heart, I'd be like, that's romantic. That's a real heart. That's real love. Not everybody's going to be turned on by a picture of a heart or heart surgery, but I would be. Um, I'd also be turned on by videos of pus, too, but that's me. So you got to know what the person likes. That's really key. Know what the person likes. Puppets, pus videos, um, heart-shaped cookies. I'm just putting ideas out there. These are ideas for me. Not everybody likes a good pus video, so that wouldn't be romantic if you sent that over to anybody. All right. Not just anybody will like a pus video. I know you guys are so turned off right now, but I'm so turned on. All right. So get yourself some pictures. And you know what you do? Click on them, save it, download it, name it, a name that you're going to remember, romance coupon pick one. You might make 20 romance coupon picks. And you can just print them off on your own. You can do anything with them. So I have some ideas. Like here's a couple of them. Like, you can redeem this coupon for a night of oral pleasure, which is one of my favorite things to offer at all times of the day or night. Oral pleasures of any kind. And, you know, that's great. And sometimes some of the most romantic things to do is to actually give your partner a night to themselves. What? I know, that's outrageous, because romance is supposed to involve two but I think when I'm being my most romantic is when my husband is doing his own thing and he has his own space and I'm doing my own thing and I have my own space and we honor that. And we're not like, why aren't you hanging out with me? How's your problem? Are we going to have family time? Blah, blah, blah. Like that's just, that can just be obnoxious. And and I like my space and he likes his space. So um, I, I would give him a redeem this for a night by yourself. I'd probably give him 20 of those and that would be like the most romantic thing I could give Mike. Um, or you have, you know, you can go pet a kitten. And by a kitten, I mean an actual cat. And I'm not like referring to that as like go touch other pussies or whatever. Um, I don't have a point of view about that, but he actually really likes cats. So it would be more like about a cat than about, you know what I'm saying. So, so, yeah, I, I find that romance for me is just, it's just what what it is is paying attention to the other person and what they would like and what they desire and then gifting them that. So if they like space, give them that. That's romantic. So i got more ideas, guys. It's just, they're just outrageous. So another thing that I like to think uh, that I'm being romantic with is, so Mike really like I'm using all my examples are mostly Mike tonight because um we have a most unusual romantic life. Um he has a very big crush on uh this actress Ava Green, Grine, Grania, of Ava Grania, Ava Green. I just call her Ava Green anyways. Um so he loves her a lot. She was in all kinds of things. The most recent thing was Miss Peregrine's School for Unusual Children. She was um, Miss Peregrine. And so one of the most romantic things is, uh, I find is to like, you know, let's watch one of your Ava Green movies because Ava Green can have clothes on. And for Mike, that's like porn. Just 
like Ava Green and she she's like she couldn't be more polar opposite than what I look like. She's got like black hair, black eyes, thin. She's like she's like my like and this is like she's the exact opposite of me. Which is hilarious. So I'm like, okay, let's go watch your favorite woman. Um because it makes them happy, right? So so that can be romantic and you can set it up like you're in a movie theater. There's something from very romantic about the darkness of a movie theater, the glow of lights um, on you. As I'm now having a flashback about, and it was before Alanis had her song about going down on you in a theater. Um, uh, maybe she was watching me one night because I do remember, and I remember not watching the full movie Groundhog because I was on a date with a guy that I thought was like amazing. And I was in high school, I think I was in grade 12 or something and uh 11 or 12 or 12 or whatever and uh yeah it was it was an unusual evening uh went to the theater and uh yeah got I, i'm pretty sure there was either hand action or mouth action or a little of both going on we didn't get kicked out of the theater um, but there is something romantic about a theater. And if you're not willing to get caught in a theater, cool. I'm cool with that because that's probably not such a great idea. That theater was pretty empty and didn't get caught. And also, you can set up your own theater in your own house. Chances are there's a room somewhere in your house that you can make uh, into like your little den of iniquity for the night. So if you don't have that, you know, even renting a motel room or a hotel room for a night you can sometimes get a really great hotel for like 120 dollars that could be out of your budget that's why i'm suggesting do it at home turn your house into a theater for the evening and have fun with that and treat it like a theater have snacks um like theater snacks and um go down on each other in a theater because why not because you can because you're at home because your partner's genitals are inviting to you you like that it makes you smile all right, I can't believe on my last break. I'm going to get through all my list. I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to do it. Okay, so we're going to head to break, and when we come back, I'm going to finish off this list and leave you guys to a fabulous rest of the week when we come back from this break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? 
to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pleasure Back. We're back from our ad, and welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And I'm down to my last few tips that I have that I had time to write down that I'd like to share with you guys. And as we've been talking, I've had so many more. I forgot how romantic I am because I didn't even think I was, but I guess I am in some ways. I do like a good romance too. So here's here's my next one: not being an asshole. I know. It's a surprise. Most of you would go, of course, not being an asshole, but I'm for real here that one of the most romantic things is actually just being the kindness that you actually are. You know, some people just aren't at all kind, and some people are. Um, I find like some of the most romantic things is just kindness. Somebody could be, for example, um, kind to an animal, there could be a stray animal on the street and they're just kind to it. That to me shows kindness of their being and that to me is actually a great sign that they have romance in their heart, that they're willing to be that kindness to you too. So watching people's behavior and watching how they act with other with, you know, other living things, people, beings give you a pretty good idea of whether they have a capacity for kindness and romance because there is no romance without kindness there's no romance without listening there's no romance without actually connecting with the person and knowing them so romance isn't something that you know a lot of people try and do romance in the beginning and it's it's not that um you know it can be really come across really false or contrived when you don't know the person um, the guy that I did date that asked me out for salad and tea, um, he was a f- a f- like a friend of mine. So he was around and he watched me for a while. He said he said he'd been kind of like listening in and seeing like what would I want to do. He actually paid attention for like seven months before he asked me out. And he gauged when it would work. So brilliant. Like that's just brilliant. And he's married now and he has like kids and stuff. And it's awesome. I'm happy for him. So not being an asshole. It's a really great way to be more romantic. I also really like homemade cards. I get them from my daughter mostly, but I do uh, have received homemade cards before and I love them, especially when they're silly and fun and, you know, you can even put things in the cards, gift certificates or 
put your romance coupons into a card too. What a great way to actually express your caring for somebody is that you've made a card and you've put your romance um, tickets in there, your romance coupons in there. And I think I have said this, if I haven't said it once, I've said it at least 12 times on here, um, actually listening. You know, this is like a really old-fashioned concept when people actually listened to each other, had conversations and weren't distracted by all kinds of things like taking selfies in the middle of a conversation or pictures of your food, checking texts or listening to your cell phones. You know, turning off all of that and being present with the person for even 10 minutes is probably the most romantic thing you will do in this lifetime if you are more than 30 year if you are less than 30 years old you probably have never done that i dare you to go try that um you might find it almost intimidating to be that present with somebody and yet how romantic that you could be and then i came up with a really crazy one cuz i have to have some crazy ones so I thought I thought of this because I, I like merging photos and merging photos crack me up sometimes. So I was thinking two things. Well, no, I'm going to scrap one of them. The one thing I am thinking is you could find a picture of you when you were a baby and a picture of your partner when you were a baby and you can Photoshop them into like a scene, you know, two babies sitting on a park bench or sitting at a swing or sitting in strollers or whatever. Uh, if you're not good at Photoshop, you can. There are lots of apps on your phone that you can use to like merge photos, um, and have fun with it. So you can take two photos, put them together, and you can write something sweet or weird. Because it's me, I'd probably say something weird, like, "I've loved you before I even knew you," because <laughs> that's something I would say. Um, because I think I have said that, by the way. Um, those are some of my fun ideas. So, and add to it, like how much fun can you have being romantic? I remember instructing a friend of mine, instructing, you must do this, uh, a friend of mine when I was in university, same friend who like memorized everything and I would go out uh, with her to get hit on, not so frequently, but sometimes. And um, she, I instructed her once to write I thought it was going to be really romantic because to me it would be. I said she liked this guy and he was from the States and um, he gave her an address. I said, well, why don't we send him something? So she got a napkin from the place that they met. I said, yeah, okay, awesome. And I had crayons. (laughs) So she wrote, I want to see you again on a napkin and she mailed it um, and it came back. So then we took the... Email. We took the letter over there because emails weren't that popular then. They they showed up, but not that much. I didn't. Even, we didn't even have. Yeah, we did at university. We could send emails. We didn't have like uh, a way to send them from our home. Anyway, so we uh, we took this letter, you know, handwritten letter, drove across the border into America and tried to find this guy. And lo and behold, he lived in some hood in Detroit. What a dangerous situation. That was quite an evening to remember, and that's why I don't forget it. That was rather romantic and rather crazy. She never did hear from him, but I have to say, writing notes on a napkin from the place that you guys had a first date is pretty freaking romantic. Use crayons. Why? Because I like crayons. Hope you guys have an awesome week, and uh, looking forward to having you next week. 
Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.